0: amen john 15 and 7 says if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you my question is does god give y'all everything that you wish for like i haven't gotten everything i've asked for in prayer and i surely don't get everything when i want it my mother had cancer and I prayed for God to heal her, but eventually she passed away. I've prayed for other people to be healed, and some were, some were not. I've prayed for best selling books, not all of them were. I've prayed for jobs I wanted, and I didn't get them. So after I read this scripture, I concluded that either this scripture isn't true, or perhaps I'm not interpreting it right. And what I do know is the word of God is true. So if I abide in Jesus through my obedience to his word, and if his word is alive in my heart, I can ask for whatever I wish and it will be done for me. I have to be in Christ And his word has to be in me. And the way that I abide in him is to obey. But abiding in him, though important, is not the only prerequisite for answered prayers. I can't obey a word that I don't have. His word has to be in my heart. Now, when I say in my heart, please don't picture the words of God pumping around your heart. Having his word in my heart means that it is a part of my thoughts my feelings and decisions. His word is on or in my personality, my emotions, my thinking processes. As I get his word in my mind, it becomes a part of my will, my intentions, my motives, and my character. In order to abide in him, I need to obey but having his word in me helps me to be more obedient because as I get his word in my spirit, it strengthens my faith. It also helps to determine what I believe and what I believe directly influences how I behave. Because here's the thing about your heart. We act from our heart. That's why Proverbs 4 and 23 encourages us to guard our hearts for out of it springs or flows the issues of life. We have to be diligent about what we allow into our hearts for the heart is the wellspring of life. My heart, It is the essence of who I am. It is where my dreams, my desires, my passions live. Solomon says, above all else, guard it. Above all else, fill your heart, your mind with the word of God. The word will guard your heart. The word will keep your heart. We need his word in our hearts because out of it flows our thoughts, our words, and our actions, the issues of life. Matthew 15, 18 and 19 says that the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these defile him. Out of the heart comes evil thoughts. The heart is like a fountain. What you put in it comes out of it. If you put the life giving word in it, that's what you'll get out of it. What my life looks like is impacted by what I put in my heart. I can tell If the word of God is in you by looking at your life, how you talk, what you do, how you behave, how you respond to trials and tribulations, to difficulties, to loss, to pain, to disappointment, to disagreement and to frustration. So I have to get his word in my heart and obey it and I will experience his fruitfulness. So I went back to look at Mark 4 The parable of the sower. And I realized that the parable wasn't just about hearing and receiving the word. It was also about how we hear the word, the condition of the heart of the person who hears it and what happens when or after we hear the word, the condition of the soil, the heart, the condition of our lives, the condition of our mind all determine our potential for growth. So not only do I have to get the word in my heart, but my heart also has to be in the right condition if I'm going to bear fruit. So in this passage, we see four types of soil upon which the sower sows seeds. There's the soil on the wayside, the stony ground, the soil with thorns and the good ground. The soil on the wayside has been trampled and hardened due to foot traffic, trampled by life, trampled by pain, hardened by the difficulties of life. And the seed cannot penetrate the soil. And so the soil, the life, the mind, the heart is unresponsive to the word. The soil doesn't change because the word can't get in it. This is the person who hears the word, they hear it, but they don't understand it. Everybody wants to get a word from God, but everybody doesn't want to get understanding. But the Bible says that in all thy getting, get understanding. And the reason why the word isn't bearing any fruit and your life is unchanged is because you didn't do anything with the word to increase your understanding of it. So when I don't get understanding, when I don't work the word, the word just sits there and the enemy comes immediately and snatches it away. The stony ground, it's a uh, shallow soil that is resting on a shelf of rocks. It has a thin layer of soil, but it's mainly stones. So when the seed is sown, it may grow, but the problem is that it can't take root. So the fruit, the change is temporary because there's only soil on the top. And so you only see and experience the fruit for a short while. And the minute the sun comes up and there begins to be some heat in the kitchen, the heat scorches the seed and it withers away. The soil on the top appears to be good, but it's superficial. This is the person who is eager to receive the word, to hear Christ's message, and they receive it with joy. But their commitment to the process of being fruitful is shallow. They want the word, but there are things hiding under the surface that are going to make it difficult for the word to take root. You're happy to receive a word, but until you remove the stones, the word will never be fruitful. If the word can't take root, it has no access to the water. So when they hear, they only only endure for a time afterward the Bible says when tribulation and persecution arise because of the word released into your life immediately they stumble the way they were walking gets interrupted if the word never takes root in your life you'll never walk in fruitfulness because you're going to keep stumbling you've got to remove the stones the thorn infested ground is the ground that receives seed and bears fruit but the Bible says that thorns spring up and choke the word they choke the fruit this is the person that lacks single-mindedness they're distracted and unfocused. The Bible says that a doubtful, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You can't be productive when your mind is unfocused. Your soil is unstable. It's unbalanced. It doesn't have the stability to grow anything in. When these people hear the word, they hear it, they receive it, and they even bear fruit. But the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the de- desire, desire for other things enter in and choke the word. They make me change my mind. They distract me from God and his purposes. They cause me to vacillate in my faith. And in the end, the word is yet unfruitful, but the good ground, the good ground is the only ground that yields a crop. The good ground is altogether unlike the other grounds. The good ground is stable. It is free of stones and debris. It is not hardened. The good ground is the person who is eager to hear the word, understand it, and they allow it to change them. When this person hears the word, they bear fruit. Now, it's important to get the word. We need the word, but you've got to posture your heart, your soil, to receive it and allow it to produce fruit in your life. Now, the question is how do I get his word in my heart, in my mind? First, I need to make sure that my heart is in good condition to receive the word. Ezekiel 36, 25 through 30 says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Ask God to give you a new heart and a new spirit to renew your mind and prepare you to be able to cultivate his word. Deuteronomy 6 six through nine says these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Then he says how that happens. You know how we tell people you were on my heart last night or the Lord put it on my heart. It means we were thinking about it. You've got to think about the word, talk about his word all the time. Keep the word of God close to you. We should also Memorize scripture. Store up his words in your heart. Psalms 119 and 11 says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Hide his word. Be a hoarder of the word of God. I have to keep his word on reserve so that when I need it, I already have it in me. The last thing is to meditate on his word. In Psalms 1 verses 1 through 3, the writer says, my delight is in the word, and I meditate on it day and night. And when I do, the Bible says, I will be like a fruitful tree, firmly planted and fed by streams of water. I will yield fruit in my season. My leaf will not wither, and in whatever I do, I will prosper. The reason a lot of prayers go unanswered is because the person praying them has no delight in the word of God. Those who delight in the Word of God are those who are good ground. How does the Word of God abide in me? I delight in His Word. I ask the Lord to prepare my heart to receive it. I meditate on His Word. I memorize His Word. I get understanding of His Word. And then, watch this, I receive whatever I ask. Why? Because when His heart, when His Word is in our hearts, what comes out of our mouths in prayer comes from a heart that that is filled with his word. If his word is in my heart and I ask according to his word, not my flesh, not my own desires. Then he blesses me according to his word in me. His word is his will for our lives. And let me be clear. His word is not always my want. So I don't get what I want unless what I want is his will. But his word helps me to align my wants to his will. First John five and 14 says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the the petitions that we asked for. If we are going to grow in our relationship with God. If we're going to love others and grow as followers of Jesus Christ, we have to delight in his word. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for being a God who hears and answers prayer. Strengthen us and help us to be obedient to your word that we might abide in you. Remove every stony place in our heart. Cleanse us and wash us with your word and give us a new heart, God. And we will be planted like trees by the rivers of living water. We will bring forth fruit in our season. And whatsoever we do according to your will, it will prosper in jesus name amen